Everyone, Dave and Jeff, a special show tonight. And this is one of those where I was thinking last night, you know what, we shouldn't do a show this week until this news happens. Right. And I was kind of glad we did all the different emotions from Sunday to Monday's show to what we have today. Unbelievable. Unbelievable day in San Diego. And uh, Dave, I thought it was great. I really did. I thought it was great. And, and I would just say I had a long talk with Stevie Woods coming down here tonight. And I was saying to him, like, this town was overdue for a win. Oh, yeah. And the other, I mean, when you see the AAF, which is the home of the fleet, yeah, they're already fucking broke. They're two weeks in and they're fucking they broke. They missed payroll. Yeah. The league needed a $250 million cash loan. Dave, in, where do you get one of those? Goddamn, the <laughs> owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, apparently. And you felt like today was going to be the day where you were going to be told that Manny Machado signed wherever. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, the fleet's fucking broke. See you later. Yeah. And and Landon Donovan's got turf toe, right? I mean, <laughs> that's how it works in this town. It's true. And with all respect to Sean Walchef and Scott Kaplan and everybody that went out and jumped up and down in the rain at the fleet game, nobody gave a fuck when the fleet story came down. Nobody gave a fuck. We're like, well, keep walking. Yeah. You're done. And that's because... Manny Machado is a San Diego Padre, and it's pretty fucking amazing. I got to tell you, it's pretty amazing. Now, this is the guy that we wanted all along. We said it. It's not like we were saying Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. We told you, Manny Machado makes the most baseball sense for this team. Now, before we go back and forth on what's good and what's bad about the deal, Mm -hmm. does it bother you that your excitement factor and the people that you keep in touch with on Twitter are all on the same page? It's a big excitement. It almost feels like... The same energy as when the Padres beat the Braves and they're going to the World Series in 98. Hey, you kind of just looked at each other and gave each other the nod. We've been in this together. Yeah. And now here we go. This was a great day for Padre fans. Does it bother you when national guys rip the hell out of it? Uh, No, because they're not invested in this team. And so I couldn't give less of a fuck. What but they at think. the same time, you don't care about their opinion when it comes nope. to winning baseball? No. Because if any of those guys were fucking winners, they'd be working for a fucking team. That's what I fucking was saying to you yesterday. They wouldn't be writing a blog. They wouldn't be doing any of this shit. Who was the guy you were jerking off yesterday that I said I had no time for? Uh, Dan O'Dowd. Yeah, Dan O'Dowd I went back and watched today. And look, you listen to it and you go, Dan, It's I love this team. I've been investing in this team for 30 years. Guess what? I don't have to write a check for $1 on Manny Machado's fucking salary. It doesn't cost me a dollar. And I'm sorry, Dan, following your... Way of thinking brings Ty France in here or somebody else. Yeah. And with all respect to who's probably a good guy, I'm not fucking interested. Here's what happened today for Dan O'Dowd and anybody else that doesn't believe in it. And and look, for Wayne Partello and the Padres, this should be what's happened for you. Uh, as soon as that news was announced, I went online to Padre.com. Yeah. And I bought three tickets for the game. Which game? Opening day. I thought you were already going to opening day. I was going to go to opening day with a bunch of buddies from work. But fuck those guys. This is a big day. <laughs> They're still great. They're all going. They're all in. You just don't want to sit with them. Uh, I would have loved to, but they fuck around. They take forever. And then, like, I'm going to the Stones. Yeah. Cost me 300 for two. These dumb shits are paying 300 a ticket. <laughs> you got to move. <laughs> uh, what I'm doing is I bought three tickets. And at that point, I immediately texted my ex-wife and I said, look, uh, I'm taking the kids out of school because I said they're 11 years old. It's about that time when a team gets in your heart. And I said, it is that time. You're right. I said, they're going to grow up with this team. And Manny Machado is going to be the face of this team, along with Fernando Tatis. But I said, I want them to be able to say I was at the first game he ever played. And I said, I'm busting them out. They're going to opening day. Smartest move you could ever do. They'll never forget it. Right. They're never going to forget it. And they would have forgot easily that one day they would have been in school. This is what every great dad should do. Right. And so we're going. Yes. And uh, the first thing they said to me tonight is, uh, who are they playing? And I said, they're playing the Giants. Oh, are we going to meet Bochi? And I said, God damn it. (laughs) This is not about Bochi. 
you dumb fuck. It's his farewell tour. Yeah, fuck that. He's going to be in there like 18 times this year. Right. You can meet him in two years when he's fucking making keys at Lowe's in Poway. Yeah. That's where he's destined And they're going to say, well, Dad, remember when he promised you are going to introduce us to Don Newcomb? <laughs> and now look what happened. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. That's a terrible thing. I just looked at the TV and saw uh, it on the scroll. Sorry. Yeah. So me, uh, uh, sorry, I didn't invite her. She's out. She's out. I'm taking her to Beach Towel Day. It's good enough for her. To she, where? She goes on. Beach Towel Night? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Uh, she goes on that one, June 8th. She okay. can go get a Hodad burger. All is good. <laughs> but on that day, Manny Machado's first game yeah. uh, here, opening day in San Diego, I'll be there with my sons. And they're 11 that's years cool. old. And uh, and yeah, why they want to see Boach, I was like, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Get your shit together. Here's the craziest thing when you just said, I'm taking them to opening day to see Manny Machado and they're 11 years old. Yeah. When this contract runs out, they'll be drinking beers, watching Manny Machado right. on the same contract. Right. That's fucking oh, shit. nuts. That may be in five years. <laughs> Living in La Mesa. <laughs> Fuck, I hope it's 10 years. That is crazy when you but, think uh, of that contract that way. Yeah. But Dave, for me, like, it, here's what was cool. Like, talking to, to Stevie Woods tonight, who loves the Yankees. and he goes, I don't think he loves the Yankees anymore. You this know guy's what? all in on the fucking pods. Do you know what he said changed him? What? He said, I talked to him tonight. And he may have talked about this morning. And I don't he may know. talk about it tomorrow. He said going down yeah. and having that opportunity to hang out with Trevor Hoffman and Andy Ashby. And Andy and Green. Randy Jones. Yeah. And all the mud. Steve Finley and all those guys that wore that uniform, he's like, God damn. He's like, these guys are so fucking cool. And he said, the common thread amongst them all are they are alumni of this team. And he said, it's one of the greatest things I ever did in my life. And he said, to to be with these guys and be accepted and talked to by these guys like we were friends. Yeah. He said, it was great. And he said, yeah, I'm not going to lie. He goes, I genuinely was excited today because I feel like I have much more of a connection as a Padre fan today, he said, I'm excited for my son. But he said, yeah. He goes, if I don't go down there, yeah, it's a great day for San Diego. Yeah. But he also said, uh, he goes, look, man, as a Yankee fan, it's cool. But you have Judge and you have John Carlos Stanton and you've had Jeter and you've had fill in the yeah. blank. But he said, in this town, which I agree with, he goes, you didn't have that. And it's a win. It's a win in a city that desperately needed one. For a long time, yep. but has especially needed to win since Dean packed up and left. Yeah. And so do I care what Dan O'Dowd says? I couldn't give less of a fuck what Dan O'Dowd says. Dan O'Dowd doesn't live in this community. He doesn't know what the pain and the heartbreak is of this town. To me, the guy of the day is Pete Seidler. Because Annie Heilbrunn put a video up of Ron Fowler saying, hey, no deal is done. And I would encourage everybody to go watch that video it. and watch Pete Seidler. The yeah, whole video. Grin an idiot. <laughs> he's Look not at an that idiot. Guy. He's not an idiot, but it's like, dude, I don't want to play poker with you. Look at yeah. that grin on your face. <laughs> right. Jesus. And you go, that's the guy yeah. I've wanted to own this team forever. Yeah. That's my guy. That's a guy who just fucking committed $300 million to a dude, and he's not impacted at all. That's exactly the dude you want to play poker with, Dave, because that's the guy who just put every one of his fucking chips in and is the happiest dude in town. Yeah, Fowler, looked, Fowler looked to me like a guy... Whose wife spent too much money, and now he's going to have to pay that credit card bill at the end of the month. Ron looked to me like the guy on the elevator when the elevator goes, whoa, whoa. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and Pete Seidler's like, fuck it. We'll just climb out. Yeah. Shimmy down. What floor are we on? 42? Ah, fuck. We'll be like Batman. We'll ride the pole down. Ron was hyperventilating. He was. And Pete Seidler was the coolest dude on the yeah. planet today. And as the guy who bought tickets for his team, I was really, really glad Pete Seidler's the owner of this team. I, I like feel that the, a lot. I feel the same way on that. Okay, so a couple things you, you touched on that, that I want to touch on. Because you always rip me. I know it's always a fun card to play that I don't care. I don't care about the Padres. I will say this. When I came here in 1989, I was already, believe it or not, a Padre fan for six years. I was a Padre fan when Steve Garvey came to the Your pods. Guy. I was super pissed off that they said Greg Brock was more important to us than Steve Garvey. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, I'm, I'm a Padre fan. I told you, I even bought a Padre shirt that I used to wear around in Tennessee that no one else had. 
that dumb brown one, you know, yeah. with the V-neck on it. <laughs> and I wore that stupid thing around, and when Garvey hit that home run, I ran around my house like a maniac and, and losing my mind when they beat the Cubs and couldn't believe my guy did it and the Padres are going to play in game five. I was in. Then when I started covering the team, and it's funny, I'm, as a kid I was saying to myself, well, Garvey's not going to be playing forever. i got to find my next favorite player. Right. That player ended up being Tony Gwynn. Yeah. The fact that I ended up getting a chance to not only meet Tony Gwynn but became friends with Tony Gwynn was one of the craziest things in my life. So when we gone through it, you and I were there in 96, great year, a lot of fun. We went through it again in 98, great time, one of the best times we've ever had. There is a connection mm -hmm. to those guys, to that team. So when Stevie Wood says, I'm a Yankee fan, but all of a sudden things feel a little bit different, I understand 100% what he's saying. And he was yeah. only there for a week. You and I did it every single day. Yeah. There's an, there's uh, basically, we're, we're invested in this in this franchise. As, as crappy as it can be at times, we're invested in it. I love to sit there and, and poke the bear, and you love to give me a hard time and all that stuff. The difference is, I just happen to be also be a fan of their biggest rival. Yeah. You know, nobody likes the Dodgers. I got it. So when you watch what's happening and you listen to our shows, the last three of them, Sunday was fun because... We were all in. We said, just mm -hmm. fucking do it. I mean, yeah. to the point of we're anger. Just do it already. We deserve this. Well, and we also felt like on that night, Dave, just to interrupt, that they had a legit shot because they had let Moustakas yeah. and what would have been a perfect, typical Padre move go. Go cheap. And when they let that happen, that's when I felt like they're really in. Like, they really believe they think they got a shot at getting Machado. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and that they was Sunday. That was Sunday. Then yesterday you came on and you kind of made me a little bit nervous. You went a different angle. You went, I'm not so sure. And you started playing that. I think we were kind of, honestly, you were in the the battered wife syndrome. You were in that thing where I've taken so many hits over the years that it's not going to happen. I'm going to prepare myself for the worst. Uh, I thought, actually, I thought what Dan O'Dowd said yesterday. And really, I hate Buster Olney. He's a fucking dipshit. You can't stand him. He's a fucking dipshit. But I, I understood the argument that they made. Yeah. I didn't feel like it was, for the first time with Olney in a long time, I didn't feel like it was personal. I just felt like they were playing devil's advocate, and they asked some questions that I looked at. And I really honestly believe, Dave, that he was going to the White Sox, and guess what? I think Kenny Williams would have sat here and told me last night, yeah, you're right, yeah. we got him. But, but I said to you last night, while I was prepared to hear that they weren't getting him, I was still excited by the idea of them getting them, yeah. getting him, and I I feel that way today. It's it's unbelievable, man. There's no, there's no question marks for me on the deal. Yeah, character. I don't have any of that shit. I, I don't, is, is there nothing in character because you don't want to believe it, or you don't think it is an issue? Um, I don't think it's an issue. When he says hustle's not his cup of tea, that doesn't bother you? Well, I thought Darren made it. By the way, let me say this right up front. I left Darren a voice message tonight. Um, I know 1360 had coverage. I know 97.3 had coverage. It has been a really rough year for the people that work at 1090. People have been fired in that building, and it's been strenuous. Holy fuck, when this city needed those guys to be great today, they were fucking great. They were real. And I, I told Steve this. I left Darren a note. Uh, Kaplan was really fun today. Man, those guys, not that they ever yeah. lost the title, but they clearly dominated that they're San Diego sports station today. Like the go-to place. They were fucking great. That, yeah. that promo of Woods calling themselves Manny 1090. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and those guys going live and staying with it. Steve going to 11, Darren coming in. Kudos to the guys at 1090. I thought they had a great fucking day. But, um, yeah, it was just, Dave, it's, it's exciting, and it's been exciting. But I, I think... Um, I think Darren made a great point today yeah. talking about the hustle thing. He said Bryce Harper is a guy who's been pulled out of games by managers. Plural. And players. How about Papelbon? Right. For not hustling. Yeah. And a, a guy that I work with who's got connections to the Padres and has kind of been watching this very closely like I has said, you know, I, I don't see any stories of run-ins with Machado and Buck Showalter. Uh, the guys in Baltimore, he goes, I've went back and, and read Machado's, a bunch of... And Buck Showalter's as old school as I get. Right. Yeah. And and when players like uh, Shoop, the second baseman, yeah. shared that when he left, you know, long messages with Machado and that he was a popular player. Yeah. 
Uh, and as Steve Woods said to me tonight, he goes, dude, I watched every Yankee game. This fucking guy kills the Yankees. I don't know if he comes in, Dave, with the chip on his shoulder against the Dodgers. I have no idea. All I know is he could have been the White Sox. He could have been in Philadelphia. But as this team gets ready to move forward, he's here. And uh, I'm very, very happy about it. You know, there's so many different things to uh, to touch on with him. He's an outstanding player. I said to you yesterday, I go, the guy's on course to be a Hall of Famer. I right. mean, he's, you know, here he is, 26 years old, and he's outstanding. The knock from the national media, who obviously aren't Padre fans, and just look at, here's a guy that accepts the most amount of money. And a lot of mm-hmm. people don't want to look at a guy that's just accepting money with zero chance to win in the next two years, and they think it's a money grab. Whatever. Good for him. It's your one chance to get that big contract. Go ahead right. and get it. A World Series ring what isn't worth $300 million. Exactly. And people what, like what to believe different things. Yeah, exactly I gotta go right. home and tell Cheryl Ladd I got the best deal <laughs> yes, possible. You, you absolutely would. That's what. You, that's exactly what would happen. And then I'm listening to Costa today. I flipped on and I listened to to Mike, and I'm going, okay, Matt Vesgerson's coming on, one of our mm-hmm. favorites. You and I love uh, mm-hmm. Matty. I'm not telling you he's the smartest guy or not the smartest guy in baseball. He's entertaining and he's a friend. He rips the shit out of Machado. This is before he signed. And it made me nervous when he goes, Mike asked the question, is he the guy that you build a franchise around? He goes, absolutely not. He's a guy that wants to blend in in the back. He's not a guy that you build a franchise around. And he goes, he's he's not even a good guy. He goes, there was stuff that happened during the World Series that we couldn't show you on TV that Fox decided, no, these clips are too embarrassing. It's bad for the game. It's bad for Machado. And whatever it was that was vulgar kind of made you nervous. He killed him. And then all of a sudden, three hours later, he's a Padre. And I'm not going to say it's a horrible signing because I honestly believe it is a good signing for everything, for the fans, for the future, to build around, especially with these young guys coming up. He's the guy. But when Vasquezin said he's not a good guy, I'm like, well, shit, that kind of scared you a little bit, you know? So. What's he uh, know? He called XFL games. <laughs> oh, look at you. So it does this. So now I'm going to ask you expectations. Yeah. What you expect. Oh, man. Now that he's signed a 10-year contract, $300 million, he's making $30 million a year. By the way, by year is not the most amount of money. You know, you have right. guys like Granke and Kershaw and guys like that make more money per year than what he makes. Now what are your expectations? Are the expectations that the Padres go to the World Series at least one time in those 10 years? Are your expectations? Mm-hmm. He has to finish either one or two in the MVP National League vote every single year for all 10 years, Correct. I don't know about one or two. Why not? That's what you're paying for. Yeah, I mean, you're paying for the best fucking player in baseball. Are you going to shut your mouth? Well, I'm telling you right now, don't let him off the fucking hook. No, but I'm saying, just like yeah. Danny Green said, you let him off the fucking hook. <laughs> I know you guys. No, going to let this guy off the hook. Do you want to know what the what I look at for expectations yes. with Machado signing today? I do, Dave. I think you have right now moving forward. You go. We should have four guys on this team that consistently hit 25 home runs. 25 for Machado, you better get more than that. He had 37 last no, year. No, but I'm saying 25 plus. So you go, when's the, Dave, who fucking led this team in home runs last year? Hosmer at 18? No, it wasn't Hosmer. It might have been Renfro. That's a great oh, fucking dumb question. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah who but was the king go, of the dipshits? They finished the last place with 66 wins. Right. But now all of a sudden you start looking at it and you go, okay, first off, how about if you're a White Sox fan tonight? Yeah. And realizing that the left side of the infield, which should have multiple all-star games and MVPs, and yeah, it better be a World Series appearance at some point. And you look and go, holy fuck. Yeah. Both of those guys should have been here. So here are your home run leaders from last year as you- Let uh, me hear it. You... <laughs> All right. It's, uh, it's Renfro at 26 last year. 26, Renfro and then at... who's behind him? After that, it was Villanueva, your third baseman from a year ago at 20. Guy was dog shit. Um, right. He couldn't field. And then uh, Hosmer at 18, and Meyer said 11. Is that correct? Fuck. Who cares? <laughs> but okay. So does that scare you right there? What if you have Hosmer, Myers, and Machado, and they all fuck offs? No. You know what I like about it, really. I I also like, and I talked about this last night. Yeah. That with Machado coming here. David, don't worry about all these things like, well, they have to do this and they have to do that. Let's just see what fucking happens. I will tell you this. Yeah. Vacation's over. For Andy Green. That's what I was going to get to. Will too. Myers. And, and AJ. All these, a, well. Yes. AJ's the guy who talked him into this fucking deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. If this turns into another Hosmer, Myers, Machado I'd say thing. I'd Myers before Hosmer. Oh, Hosmer's a horseshit contract. It's awful. 
Dude, it's all easy. three are well. I can see all three. The first two are fucking terrible. Myers, you better deal. come fucking answer up, AJ. <laughs> because honest to God, dude, he is on the block. How can he not yeah. be? Yeah, he, he better fucking put up big fucking numbers and stay the same uh, on the same pace that he was on before this big contract and not get soft. Yeah, he's gonna have to be a stud, man. Looks like Pablo Sandoval and shit in two years. You're gonna go. What the <laughs> fuck do we just pay for? This guys at the hometown buffet every fucking day. Shit, running around with Mar- Maria Arcega Don. <laughs> Gorgeous lady, but come yeah, on. I could see him with Maria Arcega done. Uh, I like it, man. Fuck, let's just see. I, I do like it. Uh, now, the, the excitement factor with your kids when you told them this is what we're doing, did they know who Manny Machado was? I, I know you kind of, they're, they're NBA guys. Okay, they did. Absolutely, man. They, they, yeah, it's cool. I don't think they really understand, Dave, how sh- horse shit the yeah. baseball has been the entire time they've been alive. Yeah. Since they were born in November of 07. True. It's been shit. It's been shit. But I will just say that uh, <laughs> just, man, I would I would highly recommend that the pods keep Ron Fowler away from a microphone. <laughs> because Ron Fowler is a fucking disaster every time he goes by a microphone. Yeah. Because today, when everybody is all excited... I have no idea why Ron and has the need to come in and act like no deal is done. Why do he do that? Because he's getting horseshit advice because nobody said, stop it. Let's go look at what the fuck is happening yeah. on social media. We've agreed to terms. It's going to happen. Yeah. Fucking stop it. God, you're such a fucking wet blanket. Jesus Christ. And he went back to 2021. He said it yeah, again Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Stop letting Honestly, I thought I was looking at an old clip for a long time until I looked over at Seidler. Yeah. I was like, am I looking at a clip from two years ago? I couldn't understand what the fuck was going on. It was Ron, so weird. Ron needs to stop talking. Yeah. He really has not done himself any favors this offseason with what he said. And to come out today and do that was just fucking ridiculous. Like, why? You, why I, your fan base, this city, is excited. Yeah. What do you think you're fucking doing by coming out and doing that? Who is in your ear telling you, hey, we should go take all the excitement of people freaking out? When, by the yep. way, MLB.com, the official website for Major League Baseball, puts Manny Machado yep. on the front in a Padre uniform, and then Ron's out there, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> shut up. You know, I, I said to you when you when you walked in the garage, I was watching PTI, and the first story in PTI was the Padres. Right. I've never when, seen that before. Never. <clears throat> Run. Ride the fucking wave, kid. Yeah. Okay? Enjoy it. You've done a lot of really good things in this city that a lot of us probably have forgotten about. From what you've done at USD to San Diego State to too many things yeah. that have happened behind the scenes that you've done to make this city great. Can you fucking enjoy it? Stop looking like you're so fucking miserable every day. Like, I just, I cannot understand. I'd love to have him here. So you go, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck is the problem? God damn it. You're but, successful. Yeah. Right? You've done a great job. You saved baseball in this town from that fucking dink morad. People like you. We appreciate you in this town. Unlike Dean. You're not fucking hated. You're like, stop looking like fucking you got kicked in your little nuts. <laughs> Shit, man. But even with Ron as the owner, I didn't even look at Ron. Yeah. I just focused on Pete Seidler today. Looked like the Joker. Pete was fucking having... Jack Nicholson's like, You're, this is ridiculous. No, let me tell you this, Dave. Yes. He looked like a dude that a two-time cancer survivor who's seen a lot in his life he looked like a dude having a really good fucking day. He did have a very good day. Yeah. No, but he looked like a yeah. guy enjoying it. Yeah. And I was like, good on you, brother. Good yeah. on you, man. You you deserve to feel pretty good. That's what was like, weird. Them standing right next to each other. It was it was the odd couple. It was so weird. Look, None of it made any sense. If that was you and me, like if you and me on the team, yeah. and you started off with Ron's bullshit, I'd have been like, shut up. Go. Just get out of here. Go get Annie some water, please. You just see Ron take the palm of his hand, rub it up and down his face, and just hear him go mutter fuck underneath. Fuck. You just watch Pete smack that hand right into his face. God. Yeah, get out of here. Fuck. People better show up. Fuck. They'll be there. 
They hustled me out of 120 bucks what, today. What do they say? It has to average something like 4,000 extra a game, well, and, then, and then they're good to go. I think well, they could get that. Well, I heard that until they averaged the average ticket price. is not $75 yeah. a ticket down there. That's true. The numbers are a little skewed. <laughs> yes. When the guy's like, oh, well, if you sell your average ticket to 80 No, it's not. The average ticket down there is about 35 40 bucks. I want to go back to one thing you, you just said because we, we kind of paused on it. On whose job now goes in the pressure cooker andy green andy green the weakling right little right. little weakling andy green yeah. he's the guy it's on Getting you now sand andy. kicked in his face you better not be here in a year from now if you end up with about 66 70 wins you, i don't know if he's here at the all-star break fine i'm just saying we all agree that andy green's the target number one right well i'm not I saying it's a like world that. championship team i'm just saying damn dude you can't just say Andy Green, you're just watching the little kids. This is now a baseball team. Well, I, I think you and I feel that way. I'm not sure Pete Seidler feels that way. Ugh. Right. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta ratchet it up a little bit. Expectations gotta be ratcheted up across the board. So again, so Andy Green and AJ for me are the ones that it falls on them next. Because ownership did what you asked them to do. I think this you, was an AJ yeah. call that said, This is what's best for our team. I'm the general manager. Right. And they go, okay, we're going to go out and pay that big bill. Well, in AJ's last two big free agent deals. It's terrible. In Myers and Hosmer have, have not worked out. Yeah. To say the least. To say the least is right. Uh, what I want to know is. Does it is, bother you real quick that you have $48 million, uh, into two guys on the team? It's a no, lot of money. No, I don't, now, I I think don't have $48 million, They do. I'm glad you said that because I've been saying that for years. What does it fucking matter? Doesn't matter to yeah, me. Exactly. So before, before you move on on what else they're spending money on here. The talk that Harper is still in the mix. Do you buy this? Because <laughs> um, if you go get Harper, all of a sudden your payroll is is close to the Dodgers, if not higher than the Dodgers. Well, it would be right now you're at 103. So I thought it was one. No, 103. 103 is a lot lower than what I was hearing today. Yeah, because. I heard Myers, it was 116. No, Myers' big number doesn't jump until 2020. So Myers is still low. So you've got all the only. Okay, for one more year. Yeah. Then the what only, does Myers jump to? Uh, over twenty. Okay. For for the last for the last three years of the Myers yeah. deal and the Hosmer deal, uh, each guy is over twenty. But as Darren said, you could get <clears throat> uh, Harper for thirty. Yeah. And yeah, next year that's a hundred million. But I don't think I'll, you get Harper for thirty. Do you? I'm just saying. Yeah. Thirty, whatever the number is. But you've got all these young guys coming up. None of those guys are making a million dollars a year. It's all low. So you got. You have four guys making a million. Yeah. You got 20 other guys making another shit, less than 20 million. I mean, you're still below average. Um, I don't know. I had not seen what John Heyman was doing. Keep saying they were in it. Look, if they're in it and you're making it happen, does that mean you circle back and you make a deal for Corey Kluber? Because now you've got Renfro able to go and maybe you can move Renfro and maybe you move Hedges. Maybe you move... I mean, the Indians desperately need outfielders. Yeah. So do you put two of those guys and Mackenzie Gore in a deal to go get Kluber? And now all of a sudden you go, holy fuck. Right? Then you're contending right away, right? right? That's that's the whole attitude. Are you contending right away? Because you aren't going to win a lot with the pitching they have this year. Right. Do you circle back to, is this in any way like 2015 in the sense that is this the first move uh, for AJ, does he go out and make a couple of deals? Does he go out and get a Keichel? Does he start going out and flipping guys to move that window up? And all of a sudden, that window becomes yeah, really 2020. But we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit more interesting in 2019 than we were two days ago. Well, the, the difference is from 2015 to hopefully what we're talking about right now mm -hmm. is you're talking about really going out and spending money on free agents. You aren't just trading for veteran guys. You aren't trading for BJ Upton and. Kimbrel and you aren't yeah. killing yourself for Matt Kemp and everything else that you make a look at Kimbrel and you, you I, um I, I'm I like Kimbrel I think Kimbrel's going back to the Braves Sounded I, like but it, right? but and it sounds like that's where he wants to be but when you sit there and you go you're going to go the free agent route I think for the Padres if you love your minor league system as much as you do mm -hmm. then why sit there and get involved in in trading guys away if you don't have to go ahead and spend the money on the free agents if you can it sounds like it's a good market to go out and get them this year because spring yeah. training has started and there are a hundred of them sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, you also saw too that number was smashed the other day when they came out and showed it's more like there's about fifteen guys. Fifteen guys that are actually players. Yeah, yeah, and you know I can't tell you everyday players that I would want on this this Padre team. But honestly, right. there aren't everyday players out there that I want. Obviously, you just need 
pitching without getting guys that are long-term contract guys because there are pitching guys that you like a lot in your minor league system that you hope are playing at the major league level in just a few years. Right. But right now, when you look at what the infield is, when you go, holy shit, it's reality. It's Machado, it's Tatis, it's Urias, and it's Hosmer. And you said, okay, for now it's Mejia and Hedges behind the plate. But now if somebody comes and goes, hey, look, we got pitching. We got a guy who's a solid two, maybe he's a three, and we'll do it for Hedges. You go, fuck yeah, maybe I'll make that deal. And I've got another guy, and if you'll send me uh, Buddy Reed and you'll send me Anderson Espinosa, maybe I'll send you uh, Trevor Bauer. Fuck, okay. And now all of a sudden you go, you know what? Yeah, maybe now we're starting to fill in some pieces. It's one of the reasons why you load up so that you have an abundance of this young talent that you then turn around and flip. And if you believe that you have enough younger guys still coming up behind these guys at A and AA, yeah. don't you feel like Naylor and some of these other dudes, Dave, that you yeah, brought you up the you, other day? Well, you know you're going to trade Naylor eventually, right? Isn't that the plan? I mean, if you have Hosmer for a long-term deal, Naylor is a guy you're going to trade. Right. Which is fine. That's what you have him for. That's it. And you move him on, and fuck, you got so many goddamn catchers in the system. Bunch of catchers loaded up. You know what's funny? Padre fans, I wonder how many of them have gone from, I love this minor leaguer, this minor leaguer, to now that Machado's here, let's speed everything up. We can see it. We can see the rainbow. Um, I think to a certain extent. I don't think they want you to flip Paddock. I don't think they want you to flip Tatis. No, no. Tatis is, is, is untouchable. But, I, but um, you know, I mean, everybody got excited about Espinosa in the bullpen, right? Yeah. You're like, okay, well, fuck. Take your time. I mean, he's still a couple years out. But now, David may be. But here's the other thing, right, that I'm laughing at. From a marketing department, you go, this is really great, except for the fact that it's next year that we go all brown. Yeah. So how many and, – and again, this is all just stupid shit. Because it's an exciting day. Are they going to make a lot of money in 13 Machado jerseys two years in a row? Right. Yeah. Look, it's it's really, really fun. And I just, um, I'm very happy for a lot of people that uh, today kind of got some of the poison out, right? I mean, well, it's all about... 50 years of poison, right? I mean, five, five, five postseason years out of 50, it's 50 years. I mean, it's yeah. a long time. Yeah. All I right. mean that so, poison, Dave. That poison comes out when you when you get back to the World Series. This is a huge move today, but you don't that kind of stuff. You go okay when this team becomes a World Series team, and yeah. you hope that happens within a couple of years. That's when you go. Yeah, this is really great. A lot of homegrown uh, nucleus, the whole thing, and you go. Yeah, it's feeling good. It's funny how uh, all of a sudden we're watching sports centers. You and I are talking right now, and they keep putting new impossible lineups of the Padres. I've seen a different, couple different ones that they throw in there. And when you see Kinsler at second base, it's because Tatis obviously opening day right won't be there, but he'll be there in two weeks after opening day. Basically, you'll see him. Um, it, it's 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 nuts. I mean, this is a big national story, and the Padres are never a national story. Let me ask you this question here: What's mm -hmm. the best thing that can happen, and what's the worst thing that can happen in ten years? Uh, best thing that can happen is a World Series win. Okay. And I'll tell you, as a guy that grew up in Minneapolis, the Twins won two in five years, and it was great. 87 and 91, it was fucking great. Because even now, when they look at it and you go, shit, that's been a long time. Right? Yeah. Been a long time since they've been back. It doesn't matter. You've had those two, and you can ride the wave. It's, it's just... It's getting your first one, and then you're in. So it it's a World Series win. It's a championship, as Pete Seidler said, in a market that's never had never one. Never had one. And don't fucking write me an email about the 63 AFL Chargers. Okay? I knew Pat Shea. Nick, don't bother. Yeah. It's the only one that's going to do it. I knew Pat Shea. Nice guy. Awesome. We've never had a fucking championship in this town. That's it. Worst case scenario, Dave. You don't get a fucking championship in this town. Look at the over-under right there on wins, according to Vegas odds. It yep. was at 76.5. It's been raised to 79.5. Yep. And our fucking bet. That's horse shit right there. I bet on the fact Machado wasn't here. <laughs> You're going to be out a 1000 bucks, motherfucker. Oh, that's ridiculous. You're big You're not going to let me sit there and regroup? No. Why, I, I should at least get the 79.5 no. number. Nope, nope, nope. I literally made the bet when he wasn't there. Yeah, you're right. That's and all right. I'll right. take your thought. That's fine. You're going to put me in another position to root against Machado. 
and I'm going to do it. Hope he fucking gets hit by a trolley. I hope he doesn't. Because <laughs> he's never seen one in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, it's pretty wild. Okay, what's the worst case scenario? Uh, no world championship. No world championship. I think a uh, worst case scenario is that he becomes content. I think that's your worst case scenario. He doesn't even give you a reason to go out and watch him. Well, that leads to new, no world championship. Which, which means, mean, yeah, but I mean, you lose everything. I mean, you're talking about 144 in Hosmer and 300 in him. It would kill the franchise to have both those guys not come through. But, I, uh, uh, Dave, I, I watched the It sounds NHL. weird to say that, a franchise that has struggled, but it would be terrible. I watch the NHL every day. Pay attention to the NHL every day. Love seeing what's going on with the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? One of the great franchises in the history yeah. of hockey. For the two of you that pay attention, they were able to go through the draft and get guys like Austin Matthews and Nylander, Mitch Marner. They go out and get a free agent and John Tavares. They made some trades to get some guys there. But guess what? Unless they bring a fucking Stanley Cup there, it doesn't matter. All of this was for one fucking goal. And that is to get this city a world championship. That's yeah. why they fucking invested the money before. That's why they invested all the money in the minor leagues. That's why you invested the money in Hosmer. You invested the money, not the Myers money. I mean, Myers is a six-year, $83 million deal, right? Yeah. They just back-ended the money. But it's why they invested the money in Hosmer and you invest the money in Machado. It's strictly for a world championship. And if all those guys don't pan out, Machado doesn't pan out, worst case scenario, these guys don't end up, yeah, all of that will be a drag, but it will all be tied together with the fact that this town still does not have one ring. And that's bad. That's it. Worst case scenario. So two weeks ago, all the rumors were Manny Machado only wants to play on the East Coast. Yeah. All a bunch of horse shit, right? I mean, right. all this Kevin Brown like, wanted to go home to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Because it was closer to home, we went to L.A. I mean, it all comes down to money for a lot of these guys, which you can't blame them. Again, it's right. your one chance to make a lot of money. You're crazy if you sit there and say anything else. So for him to be with the San Diego Padres right now, Bryce Harper's situation is very strange because not saying that he's coming to the pods, but that the Phillies seem to be clearing away the team that's still playing the game with Bryce Harper, talking about the amount of money, which I honestly, if he goes anywhere, I hope he goes to the Phillies. If he's not coming to San Diego, I hope he goes to the Phillies because that means Mike Trout's probably not going to the Phillies. Because that that's the rumor that when Mike Trout's coming up, he wants to go closer to home, and the Phillies are the team that's closest to home. Here's why I think it'd be a dick move if he goes to the Phillies. Because the Nationals offered you three fucking hundred. The team you came up with, the team you came in, offered yeah. you 300 million. And if you go in and stay in the division for 310? Yeah. The fucking, don't tell me about Machado being a fucking dick. Yeah. That's a dick move. It is a dick move. That, that to me is where you go, yeah, uh, uh, fuck that. Give me the amount of money you think he gets wherever he lands. What what does he get? Um, Harper? Yeah. Hmm. Low, higher or lower than $350 million? I'll go lower. Really? Yeah, I'll go lower than that. I don't think he's going quite that high. But uh, he's going to – I mean, Boris wins every time. He does. Boris wins. And so, look, if he comes here – would he come here for a matching 10-year, $300 million deal? I don't know. That's, that's interesting. With an opt-out after five like Machado got? Yeah, I don't know. Is that Machado's deal? He has an opt-out after five? He has the opt-out or the Padres do? Uh, he has the opt-out. He has the opt-out. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's say he does an opt-out. It just stays the same? Uh, I haven't seen – we haven't seen the numbers, how if it's front-ended, low-end, okay. right? Like, like you look at the Hosmer deal – yeah. Right. And the first five are big, but then the last three years for Hosmer's deal, they're 13 million a year. Yeah. That's no big deal. I mean, Myers, you have, I think, three years really from that extension where the money's big. And then both those guys come off your books. So, yeah, it was six years to go in the Machado deal, right? Yeah. Six years to go on that. He'll be the only guy making that huge money. So, I mean, yeah, they went for it today. I'm Man, excited they did. You look at the Giants, Dave. Yeah. Look at the Giants as far as how much bad money they have on the books long term. You aren't kidding. Like, it's bad. But I, I just, what I want to know is, like, do you do anything else? Does this lead you to swing trades? I just Can, like the fact we aren't talking about Will Myers' haircut anymore. Holy fuck, dude. What's the or, deal with the waste of the time of his haircut? food or the jersey colors yeah. or anything else? Oh, my gosh. Like, to me, if you moved Myers... Yeah. Move Myers in a deal 
And all of a sudden now you go, okay, well, that kind of freed things up. Uh, if you go get Harper, then guess what happens? If you go get Harper, then you fucking trade Fran Mil Reyes. And you trade Frenchie Cordero. And, or fucking Margot or yeah. Renfro. I got news for you. They're just guys. To everyone else in baseball, those guys you're mentioning, they're just guys. Yeah. Most uh, people don't even know who Reyes is. Right. I mean, they, they can be difference makers, yeah. but who knows? But for right now, if that's your guy, then I still look at moving Myers. I still look at moving Myers if you yeah. can and try to get some pitching in here. And all of a sudden, if you move Myers out and you're able to move him and, and maybe one of your minor league guys and get a decent pitcher, fuck, man. All of a sudden, you're feeling even better about it. You know, right now they have uh, the the 10-year contracts, the history of the 10-year, $100 million contracts on television as we're talking right now. Yeah. The last one before this was in 2014. Is that wild? The Giancarlo Stanton one. Here's the most interesting thing about these big contracts. You always hear about baseball fans say the reason their teams don't win is because of small market. We kind of touched on this yesterday. Mm -hmm. There have been four $300 million contracts in uh, baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay, so out of those four, three of them are small market teams, considered small market. Yeah. You know, the Rangers with A-Rod, the Marlins with uh, Giancarlo, right? Mm-hmm. Manny Machado with the Padres, and then the Yankees again with A-Rod. But really only one time has a big market team done it. It's funny, Darren went through this the other day. It starts in 2000 with A-Rod with the Rangers. He was 25. Yep. They fucking unloaded him. Then the next one is Jeter. Yep. He played with the Yankees at age 26. 07 is A-Rod at age 32. Yeah. They gave him another fucking 10-year deal. Then you go to the Rockies with Tulowitzki. They fucking just jumped out of that deal. The yep. Blue Jays did. Holtz, no fucking chance the Angels do that deal again. Yep. Uh, Joey Votto. Yeah. Terrible. Right? Yeah. At 28, they gave it to Votto. That's right. nuts. Yeah. He's in his prime in year one. He's Rob- only going down from there. Yeah. Robinson Cano at 31. Yep. Uh, and John Carlos Stanton at 25 for the yeah. Mariners traded, right? Yeah. No moved. Yeah. So all these deals. And now you look at it for Manny Machado. Uh, it's big though, Dave. I can't worry about shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, ticket prices were already pretty high. So you can't sit there and go, man, what are the ticket prices going to be? The Padre ticket prices were pretty high compared to the rest of major league baseball. Yeah. It's and, about time you get what you pay for. That's my thing. You finally get what you're paying for, for Christ's sake. Well, and the other thing is too, if, if it, falls the way it should yeah 19 is when things start being really interesting and that's good 19 should be interesting with tatis and machado and then over the next couple of years with the pitchers coming up like this should be day one of what the the vision has been as far as wave after wave of young talent coming up and making them competitive every year. Yeah. Every year they should be in the mix. If not for the division, then at least for the fucking wild card. Every year they should be at the top of the standings. Not looking at well, what are we going to do for competitive balance? What do we have money? Where are we in the draft? Are we going to get Hunter Green? Who are we going to? Nope. It's what are we doing? They should be buyers at the trade deadline. They should be that kind of fucking team. Yeah, they should. And it should be really exciting. It's a good day, man. It's a huge step in the right direction. It's exactly what we asked them to do. Stop fucking telling us about the brown jerseys. <laughs> See, doesn't it sound ridiculous now? Big fucking waste of well, time. No, it doesn't in the sense that, Dave, I actually like it. I just feel like they were done in opposite order. But we were doing this forever. We were talking about fucking jerseys when you didn't have a product on the field. For right. anyone to wear the jerseys. Well, that's what I'm saying. If these two things had been flip-flopped, Right, If the Machado deal had happened at Christmas, and then shortly after that you're hearing, and oh, by the way, yeah, we fucking paid attention to what you're saying, and we're going back in 2020, we're going back all brown, you'd feel like the dominoes fell the right way. They fell a little out of order, but I, I actually think it's great. I think it's cool that uh, as early as next year, assuming they do it right, and they, they make it look cool, they don't go to a V-neck in the fucking Santa <laughs> belt. Uh, as long as they look good and they're ready to go, then shit, man. Think about where this team... This is what's fun about jumping in right now in 2019. Think about where this team's going to be in 2020. Like, who legitimate... Is Paddock your opening day starter? You know Tatis... It's almost bad luck to be the opening day starter of the Padres. You don't make it back the following year. You know Tatis is there in the lineup in Urias and Hosmer, and you've got the catching figured out. You figure the outfield is figured out at that point. 
But now all of a sudden on 2020 on opening day, yeah, when they're coming out and now we're back in the brown where they belong and the lineup you feel is pretty good and you still have five or ten, however many guys coming up the pipeline. Yeah. Like 2020 opening day is going to be really exciting, but it's what we've always said. There's got to be that first part where you can kind of sand down the rough edges and figure out, hey, does Margot belong here? No. Well, then he's fucking out. Yeah. And Franchi's the guy. Can Myers make it work? No. Well, then he's out and Reyes is the guy. Uh, can Renfro make it work? No. Well, then fuck. Who knows? One of those other guys works their way in. What about pitching, right? The Brian Mitchells of the world are fucking gone. And here, come, so. here comes Gore and Morion and, and fucking Espinosa and Paddock and Quantrill and Lauer and Lucchese. And you're like, God damn. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. It's a good time. All right, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. He's the guy who got it done. He is. That's where the big pool party is. Everybody's celebrating Alan's house. If you aren't in the back of Alan's house right now, you're in the wrong place. Shit. 20 years in San Diego, Alan Taylor's been making perfect pools for people across San Diego County. He has a perfect pool for you. All you have to do is give him a call, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Don't forget about the 3D designs. Ask him about the virtual tours. He can take the guesswork at a pick in that perfect pool. Make sure you give Alan Taylor a call today. Uh, I talked to him tonight. It's been very, very busy. But it's really, really exciting. And Dave, he said, for tonight through the weekend, it's the Manny Machado special. Nice. And for just $300 million, <laughs> Alan's going to come out to your backyard and he's going to make a pool 13 feet in diameter. Yeah. And it's only $300 million. Like it. And it's great. <laughs> uh, I can't. <laughs> Man, if you got that kind of money. Yeah. You're going to need a brand new pool, right? I mean, Manny, you're living here for 10 years. You're going to need yeah. a beautiful backyard pool. Bring your family up from Florida. They're used to living the good life down there. Make them comfortable, Manny. Call Alan Taylor, Taylor Made Pools. He loves the pods. He loves you. Absolutely. Don't forget about Brian Curry. Hell, Manny, if you aren't calling Brian Curry, you're messing up. Right. He knows exactly where to put you. He knows the best neighborhoods in San Diego. He's going to find the perfect house for you and your family. Make sure you give him a call today. Don't forget about Brian Curry. Brian Curry doing great things, of course, throughout San Diego. And again, he's our buddy, so you know he's going to take care of you. Brian's also your guy for property management. If you need someone to manage your property, call Brian Curry at 619 619- Two five one one five eight eight six one nine two five one one five eight eight. I'll tell you what, when my kids asked me that stupid question about are we going down there to meet Bruce Bochy, you know what that did right then? It cemented the fact I'm not going to La Mesa. Really? Uh, where I'm moving, <laughs> yes. I'm moving downtown where the action is. Me and Vera, we're moving downtown. We're going to be close to Petco Park. Yeah. We're going to learn how to fucking do salsa dancing, right? Because that's what Manny likes. Manny does do that. That's what Vera likes. Yeah, she so does. So we're moving fucking downtown. My kids can take the trolley in. They'll figure it out. Little, <laughs> right? They know how to get yeah, there. Yeah, stay on the same trolley. Just You'll stay on the there. trolley. They'll figure it out. Shit, man. If you've ever thought about living downtown, can you imagine what downtown is going to be like the next couple of years? Oh, my gosh. It'll no, be it's really fun. fun. Yes. Have you thought about ever living downtown? Seriously? I love downtown. Yeah. Could you live downtown? Sure. God, my wife just brought this up to me a couple days ago. It's funny you say this. She was looking at places and Little Italy, and she yeah. goes, look at this. Gorgeous, man. And I was like, I don't know if I fucking want to live downtown. I'd have to live on about, uh, I'd want to live on like the 10th floor or up. What do you? Okay, do you, here's a dumb question, because uh -huh. obviously I have a dog. Do you have to wash your dog's feet after they go for a walk downtown? Like, what do people do? Like, I never wash my dog's feet, do you? Or paws, no. I should say. But you think they're walking through all that goddamn piss and Mountain Dew or whatever the hell's on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. The dog's going to go up and clean his own feet. Just don't fucking kiss the dog. <laughs> I don't want the dog on my bed with someone's piss on those paws. Yeah. Well, shit. They got the hepatitis cleaned up. <laughs> Who thinks of shit like that? Me. I want to move that's exactly shit. I'm asking you. Can you do it? I don't think I'm that guy. Yeah. Little Italy where your wife said, yeah. oh, that'd be a blast, Yeah, man. it's crazy. Be really, really fun. I think, how about this? Winter meetings are coming back next yeah. year. Uh, they're all going to be in San Diego. How crazy is that going to be when the Padres are swinging deals, making it happen? Brand new uniforms, everything happening. That's why you want to be downtown. Fuck City Heights. <laughs> I'm not moving to City Heights. 
fuck's going on there? You know what I, I'm terrible yeah. at? Go I'm ahead. terrible at tracing. And I'm especially terrible at tracing the outline of a dead body. That's why I don't fit in well in City Heights. I'll tell you one thing. Downtown, I know what to do. Checking IDs. I know how to cut that line. Yeah. And that's why I'm moving downtown. Brian Curry's going to help me get there. He's your guy. Also, again, if you're in the market for a brand new website, you need someone to make your website look that much more professional, call Kyle Fluger, 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Yeah, awesome what he's doing for us. I told you, friends in Denver called. Talk to him today. Okay. Uh, Julie sent me a text today that Julie Brownman and Dave Logan are using it. If you look at your website, you have to just say, are we making the difference? Yes. When people come to our website, are they intrigued to go further? Or do they say, God, this sucks? <laughs> and I'm telling you, I've looked at a lot of your websites and they suck. They're terrible. That's why you need to call Kyle Fluger. Give Kyle a call and he is going to get you set up and get you ready to go. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. There you go. All right. So exciting news. Again, we probably aren't supposed to do another show unless Harper signed this week until Sunday. But right now, as far as your excitement factor, big things happen. I asked you this question actually three days ago. I said, I'm going to bring this up on there, but we never got to it. Yeah. When is the last time San Diego was involved in an important game was my question to you. Mm. We didn't get to it on the show. And I, going back to it, I think it goes back to 2014 when the Chargers played the Broncos a week after they, they beat the Bengals in the playoffs. Otherwise, we haven't had anything since about 2014 to really lose your shit over. This is it. Yeah, it's big, man. This is big. It, it really is. Yeah, it's an exciting day. And, and I think for all of us, while we're excited for ourselves, I yeah. I'm excited for my kids, the whole thing. I just think, again, we should appreciate the fact that we have a guy in Pete Seidler that owns this team. It's what we've wanted for a long, long time. We didn't get it in the NFL. And I think for Pete and for Ron... To do what they did today really fucking pumped a little life into town. Keep Ron away from the microphone. <laughs> it's impacting his legacy. The guy's been amazing. I can't imagine what San Diego would have been like without Ron Fowler. Ron Fowler's yeah. done so many great things that a lot of us don't even know about. We just got to keep him away from the microphone. Bums me out every time he starts talking. <laughs> but I just think what we should do is, Dave, today is a perfect day for me to cut the cord with the NFL team. Yeah. Fuck it. Cut them loose. They should be like Wilson. Dino! <laughs> Spanos! Let it go, man. Let that team go and and put all your energy, good, bad, and different, put all your energy in on this baseball team. S stop giving a fuck about Dean. Worry about Andy Green and Myers and Hosmer yeah. and pitching and everything else, put all that energy into this team because it's been so fucking flatline. We've been so, I don't know, low the last couple of years. Here's the other thing, too. Okay. And I hope everybody else that listens to this, it's like me that grew up with this team that has suffered. If you see somebody in town that has a brand new Padre hat, fucking embrace it, man. There's no point in being the guy that says, oh, what are you a fan now since then? Yes. That's good. why it works. Come on in. Call it smart investment. Exactly right, Dave. If you say, yeah, you know when I became a fan, I became really, I've lived here 20 years. Yeah. And I was never really that into it. I liked Hoffman. I liked Gwynn. But you know what? The Machado thing got me fired up and I went out and bought a Padre hat. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Welcome on. Glad to have you. Because maybe shit turns with having you. On the team. Yeah, don't be... We, do, we don't have anything in the fucking bank to start determining whether or not people are qualified to be a Padre fan. If somebody wants to jump on this fucking ride with us, we just look at each other and go, well, fuck, okay, bring them in. Now, if they start coming in and talking yeah, like they've been a fan forever, we'll just know amongst ourselves that they're all full of shit. But <laughs> fuck it. Don't be that guy. Just don't be that guy that's like, oh, I love all you fucks. Now all of a sudden they're a fan. If Stevie Woods wants to be a fan, if Dave's like, hey, you know what? This is cool. That's what I've talked about for five years. And yeah, I'll go out and buy tickets. Dave, go buy tickets. I almost bought you a ticket today for opening day. The Padres owe me. They still owe me tickets. Nobody owes you shit. Really? My wife took a goddamn bullet right in the freaking eye last year. Remember well, that? fuck. I'm sorry. When I think back to the family of our family going to games together, the last memory I have with my son Jake 
Yeah. Is my wife getting smoked by that t-shirt well, cannon? Let me just say this on behalf of the Padres organization. She needed a cut man to fucking go to the game. Now what? Stitched her in. Yeah. Jesus. Cut my eye. She's yelling at me. I go, what? She had Tyson. She fucking pulled a Rocky. Well, here's all I know. Yes. And I, and I think I speak for the entire Padres community, <laughs> led by Ron and Peter on this fantastic day. And I also speak for Wayne Partello, Andy Green, and of course new bench coach Rod Barajas. I feel like in your <laughs> I feel like in your traveling party of four, yeah. you had your son Jake, who I miss every day, yeah. but was a really solid baseball player and a big guy. If he didn't catch it, the fucking thing could have hit off his chest and he wouldn't have even impacted him. That's mistake number one. Next to him is your son Josh who played high school baseball, had a chance to play baseball at UC Riverside, could have probably played baseball at North Carolina and instead went to Alabama when I gave him the advice to yeah. do it because you locked up and panicked, hyperventilated. Okay, hold on. okay go ahead. Let's hear this story again. Okay. He did so, play baseball at UC Riverside, by the way. That's why I said. You said he could have. No, did. he okay. played at UC Riverside. Yeah. He could have played at North Carolina. Okay. And then next to him is you, the Little League Connie Mack, as you've yeah. been deemed. Which I did not give myself that title, but okay. T-shirt tech and I have called you the yes. Little League Connie Mac. That's three of you. If any one of you are worth your weight in shit, <laughs> you deflect that T-shirt and Dude, you, you protect the the patron saint of this family. And instead, you all fucking sit there and look at each other. That's not the way it went. Or you're looking up fucking... Uh, We're looking at the field. We're looking at the field. All of a sudden, from the grassy knoll, it came from the left side. Nobody saw it coming. Protect her. Fuck. I've been looking at one gun. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. Back it to the left. I don't like that. Jesus. I couldn't be more disappointed. I could have sent Frank and Barbara out there and sat them next to her, and she would have been much safer <laughs> than sitting with you. There. Now, I'm going to say this in closing. Yeah, yeah, you know who ahead. I'm giving credit to this thing today for, Dave? Okay. I think this credit for this move today goes to one person and one person only. I'm going to guess who. Go. Let me hear who it's you It's you. Say. I know exactly what you're going to say. Wrong. Really? You know who I'm giving full credit to? I thought about this today on the drive down. Go ahead. And nobody else has said it. That's why I'm here in this town. My full credit for this move today goes to Summer Serrano. I think Summer Serrano had girl. one fucking thing, and she goes, you know what? I'm going to fucking look out for the Padre fans when I get up here. I give full credit to Summer. Pete, <laughs> Pete Seidler's like, uh, Jeff, I'm the one writing the check. Pete, don't kill a nice moment. <laughs> She loved your team. She did love that team. And she's going to be recognized in the Hall of Fame. It sucks that she missed it. Yeah. Yeah. She should be recognized in Padre Fan Hall of Fame. Right. And I'm really, really excited for Ted, who's going to keep score this year in Braille, but so what? <laughs> Is that a hit, Jesse? Yeah. Is that a hit? Is that a hit down there, Rooster? Woo! <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Let's pause. 10 seconds for station ID. <laughs> hey! That's it. Pause 10 seconds for station ID. And then after we all hear it, he's going to go, are we going to play it? We already played it. <laughs> you deaf fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Tough for him. He's going to have his dog up there. What does dog's name going to be? Jonesy? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Whitey, Whitey Whittleman, goddamn. <laughs> I wish Whitey Whittleman was here so we could have some of that world-famous chili that they wrote about in the fucking media guide every year. There'll be five of you that understand that reference. And whoever understands yes. that reference, you're the one that I'm the most happy for tonight. Stevie yeah. Verissimo, yeah. Pete and Point Loma. Uh, I don't know who else will get that joke. That's eye dog. Good for you. <laughs> fucking dead. Why did he say he was going blind? Biggest what? thing he could have made. <laughs> what did he say he was going deaf to? <laughs> what? I'm going blind. Yeah. <laughs> what Helen Keller said? Jesus. Oh, shit. All right. It's a good day. I can't wait to take your hundred bucks. Oh, fuck. I've not got to root against these guys. No, you're not. I have. I have a thousand dollars on it. And uh, by the way, this show's going free tonight. Everybody can enjoy it. We hope you subscribe on Patreon. Yeah. 
And if you subscribe on Patreon, Dave, when's the next live show in the garage? Are we going to do one next week to celebrate this uh, day? The live show with you and me, or are we bringing people in? Is that what you're saying? Well, you and I are here every fucking show. Yeah, so what are you saying? I'm you saying, when are we people bringing in? people We should have brought people in today. I know. We kind of fucked up. We we're excited. Yeah, we'll figure it. You know what? I, I'm fine with it. I don't care. You want to plan something out, we bring people in on Sunday. All right. We'll have, a, uh, we'll have a Manny Machado appreciation night, and we may do it as soon as this Sunday, only for Patreon subscribers. Yeah. So if you subscribe to the show on Patreon, you will be invited down to come down and hang out and be part of the suck Diablo party taking place <laughs> in his own house. Thanks. I appreciate that. You're looking out. That's awesome. You want to hear from Ted Zog one more time? Yes, one more time. <laughs> I'll see you on Sunday. I'm in love.